Everyone is enjoying this. You are enjoying this way too much, bro. It is spooky season, bro. Ah, it is spooky season. Happy Halloween to everyone, ever everyone out there listening. Uh, it's probably a little a little late considering this is coming out on Monday, but fuck it, fuck it. It's still spooky season to us. So, uh, well, Cameron, we're gonna start out with the biggest news of, of the. Of the of the weekend, which is a uh, Jorge Masvidal versus uh, Nate Diaz, yeah, for the bad motherfucker belt, and Jorge Masvidal won via doctor stoppage in the third round. So apparently, from what I've seen, the way the fight went was Masvidal really dominated the first two rounds, but then the third round was a little closer, and. uh Nate Diaz performed a Stockton slap classically in the third round. So the general consensus seems to be that Nate Diaz is getting ready to make his comeback in the fourth and fifth and try to finish the fight. So, but the fight got called off by the doctor because Nate Diaz had a cut on his eye from uh, getting hit earlier. So, Cameron Hobson, how does that... That seems like a uh, a very anticlimactic way to end things. A very soft dick moment. Yeah, it's kind that's of, that's really unfortunate for it's such a weak great fight. Honestly, weak sauce. It's weak. This yeah, should, man. This should definitely be a round two for sure. Apparently, Masvidal says there will be a round two, which is good to know. Yeah, good on sure. you, mate. <clears throat> Get on that. Let's get a. Uh, I'll pay for that. Let's watch decision. that one. Dude, that's honestly a weak loss. Oh, poor Nate Diaz, bro. Yeah. That sucks, but he'll get his rematch. He'll get for his sure. chance. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> That'll probably be the ne- uh, both of their next fight. It sucks, though, that it ended with Dr. Stoppage. Dude, there's been a lot of fights end really shittily. So, Mr. Hobson. Let's just say they. Let's. Who do you think wins? A, wins the rematch? I'm let's still, just say I'm there is going, there is an immediate rematch. I'm still going with Nate for sure. Diaz. Yeah, dude, I, I agree. Kind of Nate Diaz is kind of weird. Like we were talking about it before the show, but he's kind of like a. His dude is like a zombie. He's like an anime character. Bro. <laughs> I was saying it, bro. He's like an anime character. Dude, he's hilarious. Just, he activates the fucking chakra. He just. Yeah, that's right. He just like turns into something else, bro. Like a transformation jutsu, bro. It's crazy. He just turns into something else. Let's fight. He just starts dodging, bro. Oh, it's just awful. Dude, I watched him do it when he did it to Connor. It was terrible. Because he was just like, he came out of nowhere. Connor was just fucking him up in those first two rounds. Connor was just like, "Uh, uh, uh," and I was like, God damn. Connor is destroying Nate Diaz. I was like, this is rough to watch. And I thought, dude, there were a couple times I was like, this fight is over. He's going to fuck this dude up. Yeah. Holy shit. And then, dude, in the third round, Nate just came out and started fucking blasting Connor with these fucking jabs and hooks and shit. Connor covered up and just got fucking bombed on by Nate Diaz. He goes down. Nate just follows him and he fucking grabs his neck and it's just like, go to sleep, bitch. 
<laughs> yeah, bro. He focused, he focused all his chakra in his hands. It whooped Connor's ass. It was ass. awful. And I was just like, damn, Nate Diaz is a fucking monster. He just came out of nowhere, bro. And then they fought the second time. And it happened again, bro. Now, Connor picked it back up in the fourth round. It was able to kind of like turn the tide back and get just enough to win the fight, in my opinion. But, bro, still, Nate Diaz was getting beat up in the second round again. And Connor didn't, like, didn't even fall him to the ground. Like, Connor would just knock him down and be like, get up, bitch. Get up. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to. I remember what happened last time, bitch. I'm not going down there with you. <laughs> get your ass up. Yeah, I'm, I remember what happened last time. Fuck you. Get up here, bro. We're going to box this whole fight. And then, bro, Connor gassed out again. And Nate was like, oh, oh, I see you, bitch. Now I'm coming. Like you said, it's like an anime character. He's like, oh, what's that? You smell tired, bitch. He was just saving all his tired. Tra- he was just saving all his chakra. Dude, he does. And he just fucks you up. He just comes out of nowhere and just starts punching you in the face like a thousand times. <laughs> like, it's nothing big, bro. Like, he doesn't, like, hit you hard. It's just a lot. You're just like, boom, 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 boom. And you're not just like, stop it. You nah, stop, Nick Diaz, you bad motherfucker. Chakra. I would like to see a rematch. Chakra retention, bro. But dude, Masvidal's a big dude. That's a big old dude. He's a bad motherfucker, too. He's scary. He's beastful. He up. Bro. Dude, he just beats people up. He seems chill, He's bro. He's scary. He seems chill, for real. He does seem chill. A lot of them smoke weed. I'm sure. I'm sure Miles Vidal does. He lives in Miami. Nate yeah. Diaz publicly does. Dude, I'm interested to see what this uh this UFC press conference conference is, is like. Interesting. Do Nate Diaz publicly does it? You think, dude? Sometimes it's just, it's just CBD. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it is. I think that joint was just CBD, is what he said. But he may have been lying. However, we're going to talk about something right now that you are passionate about, which is baseball. The Washington Nationals, Cameron, (laughs) are the World Series champions. 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 Congratulations to uh, the Nationals and Washington, D.C. As a Chicago fan, I appreciate a good streak being broken. So congratulations. What do you think, Cameron? You actually really like baseball. I do not. What is your opinion? (laughs) Go off about it. I think it's funny. (laughs) Why? Another... uh... Demar Rosen accident, bro. Ooh, <laughs> comparing Bryce Harper to, to Demar Rosen. Ooh. That's horrible, dog. Or to Demar, Demar Derozan. Dude, damn, bro. How do you how do you think that felt, bro? Oh, Washington, bro. Your team I bet that, that shit hurt. Just traded you, bro. I bet that she no, dude. They didn't even trade him. He left. Oh. He bailed. That makes it even funny. Dude, he was just like, they were like, you want some more money? And he was like, no. 
I'm gonna go get money somewhere else. And he left. And then they were like, "All right, well let's let's get some pictures. Win the World Series. That's that's awful. That's terrible for Bryce Harper." So what do you think, bro? What does Bryce Harper do? There's nothing he can <laughs> do, bro. He's locked in. <clears throat> Try to win. That's what you gotta do. I think I think he's in double digits. Oh yeah, he's like ten years. Ten years, like three hundred million dollars, which is nuts. Yes. Yeah, think about that. Three hundred million dollars. Three mil. Three hundred mil. How how much was uh, Neymar's trade? I don't know. Let's look it up. Give me that fucking water, bro. My lips is dry. Got that cotton mouth, son. Trying to power through. Could be in a pussy. Fuck you. Ah. Ah. A bitch. I feel so much better. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's get back to it. So Neymar transfer uh, updates. Dude, soccer players make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Ridiculous amounts of money. Why? Why? God bless America. They're so fucking. They're so expensive. <laughs> Dude, the clubs are so, so expensive. Like, only the Cowboys are as expensive as, like, soccer teams. And that's crazy to me. The Cowboys and the Patriots. And for a little bit, the Warriors. When the Warriors were just shitting on everybody. When they had KD. Dude, what about what's going on with the Warriors? While I'm looking this shit up. What do you Dude. think? Dude, you want to hear something it. crazy? Draymond Green got hurt tonight. <laughs> they uh, they all said fuck this season. They're just faking injuries at this point, <laughs> dude. I think at this point they have decided let's just get a lottery pick. We'll draft another Kevin Durant. We'll start winning more titles again. Why not? I agree. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, Curry's I, gonna go I, chill. I think the whole team is faking injuries. You think they're faking injuries? Yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy theory by Cameron Hobson. Good lord. Alright, explain yourself. Why do you think they're faking injuries? Because well, they're sucking. They're trash right now. And you think they're faking injuries because... What you just said. Oh, they're garbage. And then, like they just want a lottery pick. And they're just like, fuck it. Yeah. We'll just chill out for the rest of the season. I mean, why not? Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not chill out for the rest of the season? Dude, I'm trying to find out what the fucking details on this trade was. I'm going to go with... It was this trade to France. Money. To France? You can't get traded to France. Oh, he... he like the national team, France. can you? He either That'd went be crazy. to France or he got traded to France. Transfer is about a regular amount of money. All right, Neymar. Oh, he got transferred to a team in France. Yeah. Paris. Ooh. Total cost of half a billion dollars. 
<laughs> what? Alright, bro, I was kind of like sleeping through the first one after this podcast, but I'm... <laughs> it's light temper. What? Are, is this... Is this for fucking real? Yeah, dude. Half a billion dollars? Like 500 million fucking dollars? Are you serious? I'm tripping. I'm, I have to add a lot of this out, but I don't even care. This is fucking crazy. I, I want you to understand what... what uh, 500 million dollars? You know how much fucking money that is for a soccer player? What? I mean, you to be are, fair, dude, uh, you are LeBron set for the rest of your life. Oh, dude, not just you. Like you, your kids, your kids' kids, your kids' kids' kids. If you just like, as long as nobody wiles the fuck out, you're Gucci. Like you, and you could even have some people wild the fuck out, and you'll still probably be Gucci. It's not dude, you can invest in some shit, bro. Dude, do you know how much money five hundred million dollars is? A lot, dude. <laughs> A lot, dude. Like so much money, dude. So, dude, bro, if I had five hundred million dollars, do you, I, I would become a terrible person immediately, dude. It would take no time. It would take zero amount of time. You know how much time it would take me to become a terrible human being if I had $500 million just like that? Zero. It would take me no time. I would do everything. I would do everything I could do. I would buy. I, I would buy a giant house. I would buy. I just. I would just. Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> you would sleep perfectly. Like. What would you worry about, honestly? Oh, nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? What am I worrying about? Not shit, bro. Oh, dude, I will fucking... I'll, I will leave this house in the nude every day. Like, I'm quitting my job. Your I, house I mean, I have $500 million. Your house will be paid off. Dude, the, house? What do you mean? Fuck this house. I'll move out. I'll be like, all right, see you, bro. Like, here's this month's, here's this month's rent. I'll see you later. And I'm buying, like, at least a million dollar house. <laughs> I have five hundred million dollars in this situation. Do you, does it, like, what? And that's for soccer, bro. I just want to reread that. The spectacular move at a total cost of more than half a billion dollars to his ambitious new employer has little to do with business and more to do with prestige and political perceptions. In the United States, if LeBron James wanted to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers, he will demand a trade or wait for his lucrative contract to expire after the NBA's 2017-2018 season. So this was a while ago. Holy shit. So he's been making this money for a while? What? I have to see this. He is on a five-year contract worth $350 million. And he's making $150 million. Or no, a hun- yeah, $150 million from the other people. So he's making five hundred million dollars 
big bad ballin'. That is, you know what? Respect. <laughs> I ain't even. I ain't even gonna flex about that. All right, good for you, bro. Holy shit, dude. Let's talk about uh, what's his name? Mike Trout got paid too. People are getting paid recently. That's crazy shit. Some heavy like, bags. Heavy bags. Mike Trout. Uh, these bags are not light, bro. Oh, oh, oh my god. What? <laughs> dude, dude, I can see the computer screen in your eyes. What? 12 year. 430 million dollars. <laughs> That's wonderful. Holy shit, bro. Holy shit. Contemplate that for a what second. What would you worry about? I don't know. What, oh, I don't mean, what would you worry you about? You tear an ACL? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you tear an ACL? Yup. Hey. Y'all see me on ESPN? Y'all see me? I'll be there. I mean, shit. This I'm man, good, bro. This you man, good. Mike Trout, is going to end up becoming a commentator. Uh, he ain't worried about it. I have to read this. Report. Angels Mike Trout finalizing 12-year, $430 million plus contract extension for the largest contract in pro sports. The Angels and Star Outfielder are reportedly working on finalizing a 12-year contract extension worth more than $430 million. Whoa, bitch. How dare you enter my show? According to Passan, Trout's ex- reported a... Oh, this is an extension. This isn't even a new contract. So this is going to be money he's going to get on top of the money he's already getting. Holy shit. Because his contract expires in 2020. And he signed a six-year extension. Oh, I guess maybe he knew a, con- a new contract. So he's got... He already got $144 million. Trout's extension would be the best would best the 13 year 30, $330 million deal Philly signed outfielder Bryce Harper too early this season whose former team won the World Series by the way for anyone who uh, doesn't remember no. Trout would earn an average of roughly $36 million a year an average annual value that would best Diamondbacks pitcher Zach Greinke's previous record of 34.4. Holy shit, bro. Baseball players are balling. Bank rolling. Be a baseball player. All young athletes out there, play baseball. Play baseball. Yeah, what's his name from Oklahoma? Fucked up. (laughs) He should have went to the A's. Like, dog, you, you dumb. Murray? Yeah. You, you done. I, I kind of agree, but I should have played. Probably should have played baseball. Big boy baseball. That's a good shit. Like, bro, you go play for the A's. Have a good season. Go oh, you me. have a couple of good seasons. You can go get paid, son. Big boy paid. And you're, uh,. 
your income could your income could increase. Oh yeah, by leaps and bounds. Like bro, go to the baseball league, bro. <laughs> I mean, football is dangerous as fuck, bro. But let's uh let's have some fun, Cameron. Let's talk about Washington. Now, if he's made that decision, he can't go. He can't go baseball, can he? Who? Like if Murray? Kyle Murray wanted to. to yeah, go I think so. I think he's fucked. I don't know. He might not be. I can't remember if he is or not. Maybe not. I don't think so because Elway could have played baseball too. Elway was gonna be a Yankee if he didn't uh, didn't play football. Crazy, right? What could have been? Who knows, bro? Who knows? Maybe John Elway would be a, would would have been like the greatest baseball player ever. But he played football, and he had, I think he made like five or six Super Bowls, and he only won he won two. And the other two or three, like, he got fucking destroyed in. No, for real. Like, that's what happened. They got, like, beat by, like, 50 points by the fucking 49ers and Jerry Rice. And then they got beat by, like, 40 by the fucking Redskins. Rough existence. Ouch. In Super Bowls. Where everyone's watching. You're just like, damn. You guys are getting beat down. But anyway. The Washington Nationals. Cameron. Were originally the Montreal Expos. I did not know this. Mm -hmm. And they played in Canada. They were the first team in Canada. The Montreal Expos were. And apparently, they were terrible the first couple seasons they were around because they were in Canada and fuck Canada. But by 1987, they were winning like 91 games, so they were getting close to the playoffs. But they were finishing third behind like the Cardinals and the other fucking teams in their division. So it's always been pain and suffering for this franchise. And then in 2001... They moved to Washington. And they were terrible again. That sucks. <laughs> it's kind of like that commercial we seen earlier. <laughs> that was funny. Where that woman was talking about uh, house insurance, auto owners. And that uh, her house that she moved into got burned down by fire. And then she got a rebuild, and then a <laughs> hurricane came around and took it. Damn, bro! I wasn't paying attention to that. Dude, I wonder what you were fucking laughing about. And I was like, that's terrible, Cameron. This lady looks like, she, looks like she's suffering. It's Dude, do you want to know what the rebuilding plan for uh, the Washington Nationals was called by like, their management team? What? The plan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron said, wow. It's a big wow bro- moment, bro. But they got Strasburg. They got fucking Harper. And that was nice for a couple seasons. 
And Harper's like, all right, I'm wow. out. Yeah. And then the uh, Nationals are like, all right, we're going to win the World Series. We'll <laughs> see you later, bro. That's rough, bro. That's a yeah. rough way to go out. Bryce has got to be feeling bad about himself right about now. Oh, for sure. What do you think he's going to do? Do you think it'll be good next season? Or do you think it'll be a rough season for Bryce? I don't know, bro. He has a a pop-off attitude. He is a multi-millionaire. And he also has a pop-off attitude. He does indeed. He does indeed. But he did make... um, He did sign a uh, $330 million contract, so... Fair enough. I get it. It is that ba- uh, baseball money, bro. It's nice. Speaking of uh, terrible, terrible things to happen to people, do you remember uh, the the No Nut November thing? Yeah. And it, and uh, last year, it was like this internet challenge where people were like, oh, you can't masturbate or have sex during the entire month of November. Yeah. Why do you think that took the internet by storm? Because the internet is simultaneously the best and worst place on the planet? Yeah. (laughs) Lots of stuff. Pretty much, bro. Dude. The internet is full of shit like this. And do you really think anyone took this seriously and did this? I am. Don't lie to me. I'm being dead serious. No, I, bro, I'll fight you. Are you serious? I'm being dead serious. Oh my god, you're not gonna fucking. You are not going to masturbate or sleep with a female uh, during twenty or er, during November. Yeah. What? Yeah. Explain. I need. Explain. I explain why. Because society has made it socially acceptable. To make it seem that masturbating over actual physical sex is okay. Yeah, but what about, this says no, like, this isn't no masturbation November. This is no, like, you can't come at all. I mean, yeah, it's a joke behind it, no not November, but there's also scientific facts behind it too as well. So are you just are you really not gonna fucking? I'm being that serious. Are you not gonna sleep with anybody either? No sex. Did I get turned down more than fucking uh, emus with their heads? I mean, bro, still, you never know. I do know. My sex life is trash. <laughs> it's garbage. Dude, you're busy. You're fucking working. Going to the gym, trying to be fucking successful and shit. Are you just not masturbating? Is that just what you're not doing? Yeah. Why, though? I'm going to need explanations for this. Scientific explanations. What's going on? That's all that's up. You look up um, NoFab. NoFab? Online, yeah. (sighs) Jesus, we're about to dive way too deep. New Life November. Oh. 
Oh, we're on Reddit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look where you've taken me, Cameron. <laughs> Look where we are. Look how far down you have drawn drug planet comedy. We are reading Reddit on my fucking podcast. You don't have to, Doug. You don't have to. No, I want to know. I want to understand. <laughs> but part of me wants. I want. Mm, I, I have to find something else. There has to be some. There has to be another source for this. I can't. Urban Dictionary. That'll work. That'll work better. Alright, an undertaking of great endurance and perseverance where a group of friends, usually, but not always ma- all male, pledge to each other to not masturbate for the whole month. Only the toughest and most resolute will make it through this so-called hell month but the life-changing experience. The confidence and discipline learned in these 30 days can be applied in many other endeavors in life. The camaraderie and support of your friends is a must to successfully execute the stunning feat of dedication. Although it is mainly a guy thing, girls are permitted and in fact encouraged to participate as well. Well, you know what? That's fair enough. Equal representation for everybody. Ladies cannot, you know, if you want, you cannot masturbate, masturbate too. That's nice. I like it. I like the inclusion. The support. Is the more support the better. Needless to say, for those who make it, it will rain on December first. <laughs> Cameron's just shaking his head. The good little word, Cameron. So, you're just telling me you're just not you're just not gonna masturbate. So you're gonna have sex if it presents itself. If a if a young woman is like, I would like to sleep with you. Probably not going to happen. I mean, just hypothetically. Uh, honestly, I, I want to say I guarantee it's probably not. It's not Cameron. It's not even probably. I Cameron. It's not going to Cameron. I guarantee it's not going to happen. Don't doubt yourself like this. It's not. It's gonna you are a pretty man. It's, it's so cool. It's you got to cool, put bro. yourself out there. You got to be more confident. It's cool, bro. Nice question. With your fucking nice hair. It's cool, bro. Nice question. Next question. It's, it's not gonna I like happen. your dedication. It's not gonna happen, but next I like question. your dedication to fucking. It's not gonna happen, but next question. Shit. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Cameron. Love you, dog. Why do you think it's? Why do you think this is back? What? The no net no, no, November thing. Uh. Like, why do you think it's so prevalent I don't think it again? Ever left, bro. I mean, it's the thing whenever we were in high school. I know. I'm just saying. Was it really? I don't remember it being as. Yeah. Prevalent. No shave November and no nut November. No what? No nut November and no shave November. Well, I remember no shave November. I don't remember no nut in high school. I do. Really? Yeah. You hung out with a weird crowd. I don't remember this. I hung out with everybody. Hmm. Maybe I just missed it. Damn, this has been around a while. Dude, we almost been out of high school for five years. What the fuck, bro? Why has this been around? I didn't even know this was a thing till last year. How long has this been around? I'm not sure, bro. What do you mean? A while. A while? I feel like you're tripping. No. You gotta be tripping, bro. Okay, explain to me when when did you, who did you hear about this? Dude, that was almost ten years ago. 
How did you hear about this? Well, what, why? I'm so confused, bro. Holy shit, on November 3rd, 2011. I told you, bro. Why are you... Holy shit, bro. That's a refreshment. I told you, dog. It's been like almost 10 years. <laughs> I'm shook by this revelation. So, this has been around since 2011. What in the blue-purple fuck is going on with you people? No. No, I cannot. Cannot accept this insanity. I cannot, Cameron. Why? I just can't. I can't understand how this is... How this is possible. I told you, bro. Since 2011? You're sitting there doubting me. And I, I, am, I, like I was doubting you. I did that too. And I'm, I'm sorry for doubting you. Bro. And we Jesus were fucking Christ, bro. This is insane. 2011. <sighs> 2011. Jesus. Alright. Do you watch If You're Not Natural, Cameron? Yeah. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, So, you know, Sam Winchester? Yes. Do you know that he uh, got arrested in Texas? For what? <laughs> no, yeah, for real. For what? Uh, he was arrested for assault. Shook, Cameron is shook. I'll begin to read. Uh, Jared Padalecki. Ped- Padalecki, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Thank you. One of the leading stars of the popular series Supernatural was arrested early Sunday morning after allegedly striking two people while visiting a bar in his native Texas. The 37-year-old actor was arrested and booked into a jail in Austin around 4.30 a.m. and released in the mid-afternoon after posting bail, E-News has confirmed. According to TMZ, the star allegedly struck a bartender in the face while outside of a stereotype lounge the outlet said a friend bought pal uh what is it Pedalecki. yeah outside to brought Pedalecki outside to track on him down which after which the actor put the pal in a headlock rough tmc said that Pedalecki also got into a confrontation with the bar's general manager and struck him in the face as well. Police were called, and when they arrived, the actor showed them a wad of cash the outlet reported. What? I didn't read that part. TMZ posted several videos of the of Pedalecki during some of the reported events. Pedalecki was arrested for two, two counts of assault and one count of public intoxication, the outlet said. A court date has not been made public. Damn. <laughs> what do you think? That is down the spiral. So for those who don't know, uh, this young man, Jared Pedalecki, plays Sam Winchester on a very popular television show called Supernatural. Yeah. You and uh, my friend Kyle Flowers are big fans. Uh, I haven't watched as much. But you it should. seems good. You should. <laughs> so explain Cameron. Explain Supernatural so we can kind of explain who this dude is. First off, very pretty man. No homo. Oh. I was confused on what you were saying there. <laughs> but uh, pretty much uh, it's about these two brothers named Sam and Dean Winchester. Sam is played by Jared Predlicky. 
and then uh, Dean is played by uh, uh, Jensen Ackles. So uh, they're brothers, and um, they're they come from a family of generation called Hunters, which is basically um, creatures in the night, like vampires, werewolves, ghosts, uh, zombies, like you know what I'm saying, monsters type stuff all the way to demons like they fight lucifer like it, it gets to the point to where angels and demons get involved trying to end the world damn yeah and then the there's this thing called the 66 seal which is pretty much the hell for monsters and like they have to deal with that because it ends up getting open and a lot of monsters get out. I think it's good, bro. It's fucking lit. It's fucking lit because it's Cameron Hobson. It's a fucking lit show. Like, so, bro, what do you think happens with him? I think this is the final season, isn't it? Uh, it ended. Damn. Yeah, the series, the season series is over. Really? So it might be fucking uh. What's it called? My life. Midlife crisis. Really? Spiraling. Yeah, I mean, spiraling. Because this is his, it's been his going big on. Right, it's right. been going on really? since 05. What? Yeah, and it just ended. 14 years, bro. 14 years of television. His, uh, what's his name? The other dude. Dean. The one that plays Dean. Yeah. He posted a picture as Batman. Like, dressed as Batman for Halloween. And the other dude, uh, the dad, is fucking Negan on The Walking Dead, which I'm not a big fan of right now, but I know people that are. Yeah, I don't like The Walking Dead. I'm not a big fan right now. (laughs) Why do you think this happened, bro? What do you think he was arguing about? What If you had to speculate, get guessy, Cameron Hobson. Let's get Um... spicy. Like, there were probably people there saying, like, oh, you must think you're a real hot shot, don't you? You know what I'm saying? And he's just drunk, and he was like, fuck you, bro. Yeah. Fuck you. And it just escalates from there. Yeah. He's like, you know what, bro? I bet your mother, like, sticks in her ass. And that dude was like... How dare you? How dare you keep my mom like this in her ass? They are ruthless. He's lucky he didn't get shot, bro. For real. People in Texas are fucking intimidating. Yeah. They'll fuck you up. Don't give a fuck. They don't care. They're intimidating people. And I think I'm just skipping. Keep up with me, me, microphone. Jesus fucking Christ. Having a rough time over here, Cameron Hobson. Easy on the Jesus, bro. Don't do that. Karen is a big fan of Jesus. Big facts. You are a big fan of Jesus. Yeah, Jesus yeah. is cool. I shouldn't be here, dog. Really? Yeah. I think you said it told the story before. Uh huh. Yeah. Less. Uh, I think it was the first or second episode. Yeah. 
Cameron Hobson, you're a good dude. Thanks, bro. I you deserve it. to be here. It's all Gucci. Thank you. It's all Gucci. If it wasn't for God, bro, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for God, would not be here. Um. Well, speaking of uh, celebrities doing stupid shit, Cameron. Yeah. What's up? Cuba Gooding Jr. is in serious trouble. What's up? Uh, apparently, he has a habit of uh, grabbing women's butts and tits without their fucking consent. Oh, nice. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. I mean, I I don't know what the proper term women would accept as tits, breasts, milks, jugs. I don't know. Fucking. I, I'm sorry. I'm just talking shit. But I don't know. It's a saucy way to do things, bro. That's unfortunate. Cuba Gooding Jr. has pleaded not guilty in court Thursday after he, after the Manhattan Manhattan District Attorney brought a third case against the actor for groping allegations. Gooding Jr., 51, already pleaded not guilty to two counts of forcible touching and two counts of third-degree sexual abuse. Another dozen women also accused the actor of either inappropriately touching them or kissing them according to the court documents released earlier this month. This attorney's office did not detail the new allegations against Gooding Jr. in court, but an indictment released Thursday refers to the to an alleged incident that occurred on September 9th, 2018, I believe. Yes, or 10th, which is weird. Gooding Jr. intentionally and for no legitimate purpose forcibly touched the sexual and other intimate parts of a woman for the purpose of gratifying his sexual desire, the court document said. The actor who starred in such films as Jerry Maguire and Snow Dogs was charged in June after a woman filed a police report claiming that she was a magic hour rooftop bar and lounge near Times Square when Gooding placed his hand on her breast and squeezed it without her consent. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough, says Cameron. I agree, bro. That's that is creepy. Legitimately creepy. Like you need to chill out, bro. Yeah, bro. More than chill out. You probably need to calm the fuck down. Like you probably deserve everything that's going on with you right now. Yeah. Probably can't be grabbing women by the breast and squeezing no. them without their fucking consent, bro. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's not even a question. No. Uh, another woman claimed that Gooding made a sexually suggestive remark at her at a at the TAO club in October 2018. Then later that night, he pinched her buttocks, which is such a fancy word for butt, without her consent, according to her court documents. <laughs> Prosecutors accused the actor's legal team in court of leaking the video in the T the Tao incident to TMZ. Gooding Jr.'s lawyers did not address the allegation of leaking the clip. Do they think the lawyers for Cuba Cuba Gooding Jr. were like, look, we have the video I wanna see is the video around? Can I see it? I would like to see it if that was possible. I wanna see. Ooh because there is a link here. Accused of groping woman at NYC bar. The New York City De Police Department 
is investigating a woman's claim that the actor Cuba Gooding Jr. inappropriately touched her at a rooftop bar. Multiple law enforcement sources said Monday the woman filed a police report saying that she was at Magic Hour Rooftop Bar and lounge near Times Square on Sunday night when the alleged groping happened. Gooding Jr. touched her breasts, law enforcement sources said. So this must be the, like, Hong Kong situation that fucking this dude went through. That's wild, Cameron. What do you think? Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr., of all people. Jerry Maguire. Dude, I'm not surprised, bro. Really? The same, the same shit about Kevin Spacey happened as well. About the young teenage boys that he's been touching. Yeah, that's true, man. That's wild. Like, bro, they canceled House of Cards. House of Cards? They canceled it? Yeah. Damn. Like, ne- Netflix dropped it, like, the next day. Damn, bro. That's wild. Nah, fucking with it. Not fucking with it at all. I mean, you can't, bro. How can you fuck with somebody that, like, grabs a dick of a 14-year-old kid? The world's changing fast. Changing fast, bro. Dude, what do you think it is? Why do you think these men feel so empowered? All these Hollywood men. Like, dude, there's a lot of them. Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, fucking Bill Cosby. All these dudes. Tarantino. Cuba Gooding Jr. Tarantino. Oh, Tarantino. Dude, there's so many of them. Why do you think they just they get away with it for so fucking long? What do you Money. think that's about? Money. Money, power, probably. Power. They have so much power look, in look Hollywood, bro. Look at Disney, bro. Dude, Disney is wild. Look how, look how fucked up. Dude, they ha- did you know is. Disney owns 30% of all cinema? Soak that in, bro. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Amazon has 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 their hand in that, too. Well, Amazon has their hand in every pie, bro. Every single pie. I swear. They can have their hand in. They have it in. Like, even Grubhub, dude. Fucking Grubhub. Dude, Jeff Bezos is, uh... No longer the richest man in the world, though. After his divorce. Which cost him, like, a good, good, good section of his wealth. Dude... But the divorce settlement, bro. That woman, bro. Jesus Christ. $7.2 billion in divorce settlement, dog. Are you serious? Dude, that makes me sick. Makes me sick. $7.2 billion in divorce settlement. How could you be upset? Get your paper, boo-boo. God damn. You should be upset. That is big girl ball. That's a big ass bag. Dude, she became like the third richest woman in the world from that. That's a big ass bag. Did you hear me? What? She became like the third richest woman in the world from the divorce settlement. Oh, bro, I'm going to look it up. I'll find it. Shut up. Bezos' divorce was fucking crazy. Bezos. Dude, that's more uh, than Neymar. Think about that. Uh, divorce. That's more than Neymar. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Mackenzie Bezos. Dude, that's more than Neymar. Dude, no, it's way more than seven point. It's more, way more than seven point seven billion dollars. What oh, is it, dude? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. What is it? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> what is it? The settlement leaves Mackenzie Bezos with 4% stake in the online shopping giant worth more than 
eight billion dollars. Dude, oh my god. According to Bloomberg, making her the third richest woman in the world. Wow. <laughs> Mackenzie Bezos said in a tweet in April about the divorce with the Amazon CEO will retain 75% of the couple's Amazon stock along with voting control of his ex-wife's shares to support his continued contri- contributions with the teams of these incredible companies. <laughs> so essentially, he gets to keep everything, but she's like, but you gotta pay me forever, bitch. That's what just happened. She just secured herself a solid, solid paycheck for the rest of her life. Yeah. And she's worth $38 billion now. Never have to do anything. She's the third richest woman on the planet. Soak that in. We'll never have to do anything for the rest of her life. Oh no, bro. She's set forever. Why would she ever do anything? If you were a Cameron, if you were worth just instantaneously $38 billion. We talked about this. I would send my grandma to everywhere she went anywhere she wanted to live. That's so sweet. You're such a sweet man, Cameron. Did you know that? I'd come up to her and be like, name where you want to stay. I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. Dude, she, she would beg me, no, that's fine. It's like, grandma, I bet there. you wouldn't it's sexually assault women. What? I bet you wouldn't sexually assault women. No. <laughs> Dude, why does everyone seem to do that, though? Why does everyone seem to get rich and then, like, grab women by the pussy or something? Why? Why? Dude, because it's been going on. You got to think. It's been going on for more than... It's not recent, bro. This no, has been not going at all. On for this has been going on for a long, 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 long time. Long time, bro. Long time. But, dude, it's everywhere. Like, even Ben Affleck got in trouble. For grabbing a woman's breast without her permission. Dude, I don't know, bro. What know. is that? Why? Why are this is so wild? That's just so stupid to me, dude. That's crazy. Why would you do that? I need an explanation. I need to understand, like, what what goes through your head when you approach a girl and you're like, "All right, here's my move. I'm gonna no. grab her boob." No, <laughs> no. That's fucked up, bro. Bam! Just squeeze. What the fuck, bro? What are you doing? fucked up. Oh. Dude, this is how you know, like, people in Hollywood are not normal people. Because they don't act normal around normal people. Like, they act weird, you know what I mean? Creepy. Almost. Like, bro, and it fucks shit up for, like, people like us. Because women won't give us a chance. And the thing is, bro, like, I love females, bro. Like, I love the idea. Well, all of your favorite people are female. I love that. Your grandma's your grandma's female, your sister, your mom. Yeah, yeah. All of your favorite humans are female. Yeah. But you're very fucking, you're an aggressive human, Cameron Hobson. I'm an asshole. You're an aggressive man. I'm an asshole. You are an asshole. We're going to move to a very interesting topic. What's up? Uh, so, the LGBTQ community. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. We're actually going to be on their side for once. I believe. So, uh, there's a bill in 
currently being explored in Congress called uh, HR5, better known as the Equality Act, or Therapeutic Fraud Prevention Act. Both have been supported by the country's major LGBTQ advocacy groups, though neither is expected to become law anytime soon. Oh, neither. Damn. The Equality Act, if passed, would update federal civil rights legislation to ban discrimination based on sexual orientation, which I agree with, and gender identity in employment, housing, public accommodations, jury service, education, and federal programs. Which I think is fair. I don't think that's too crazy to ask for, bro. Just like, hey, can we have the rights of everybody else? Sure. The Therapeutic Fraud Prevention Act would also classify conversion therapy, a medically debunked practice of trying to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity in exchange for monetary compensation as a fraudulent practice. When asked what their lobbying efforts would do against these bills, Elizabeth Wonegg, co-founder of Change, a group of converted ex-gay people, Right? Interesting. The converted gay people to be straight. The converted gays have come to ask for no rights for the gays. Said the group plans to share our experiences and bring awareness to the fact that we exist. Despite federal hate crimes and academic research to the contrary, along with countless anecdotal news stories, the formers, the formers as they call themselves, which formers means they mean former gay, question the existence of anti-LGBTQ discrimination and thus the necessity of such bills. I live in Portland, Oregon. I also this the discrimination of LGBTQ people that LGBTQ people talk about. Kathy Grace Duncan, a member of the Changed for, who formerly identified as a transgender man, told MEC. That's wild. She's like, well, here's the thing, bro. She's like, I live in Portland. Well, yeah, Portland is, like, super progressive. Go check out, like, Alabama. See how that's going for uh, gay people. That's not... That probably isn't a pleasant experience. (laughs) Um, They're asking for certain rights in this legislation. But these rights are... These are rights that they already have, says Kathy Grace Duncan. Jim Doman, founder of Church United, identifies as formerly gay. He said sexual behavior should not be a protected right. E. Damn. (laughs) That is a rough statement, bro. I just... The irony, bro, of... (laughs) The irony of converted gay people... Coming out and being like, no, you can't take away conversion therapy is really, really lost on these people, apparently. Apparently the irony of them being like, we are the converted gays. We are, we have come to protest the rights of the gays. Like, how do you not see that this is an incredibly problematic stance to take? <laughs> I really don't have a comment, bro. I mean, 
Dude, we we live in a simulation. This is not a real planet. There's no way. There's no way we live on a real this world. Is this fake. is fucking insane. This is this, this this doesn't exist. Look at this. Listen to the story. Ex gays descend upon DC to lobby against LGBTQ rights. What? Like people who were once gays are saying, "Fuck the gays. people who were once gay who decided to become Christians." We're taught, or I don't know, you know, it seems Christianity seems to do this more than anyone else, try to convert gay people. That's probably because they're, you know, unlike in Middle Eastern countries, they're not allowed to throw them off roofs. Um, that was dark. <laughs> that was dark. <laughs> that was dark. Um, but they, for some reason, they always try to convert these LGBTQ people, like, into, like, into being straight. Which is strange. Always a strange thing. I've never understood the fucking purpose of it. I'm just really baffled by this whole story. The whole ex-gay thing. How can you be an ex-gay? How does that work? I don't know. Dude. How do you... Do you I just not have get, sex? Or do you like... fuck? Do you try to fuck women? Do you think about men when you fuck women? Do you fuck women in the ass? What? I have so many questions. So many, so many questions. Alright, Doman added that unlike African Americans who are among those protected against discrimination through federal civil rights law, LGBTQ people have not been subject subjected to just systemic race or not racism, discrimination and abuse. This he said is evidenced by the fact that gays have achieved clout and success as scientists. The fact that NBC News uses the word clout is fucking great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> authors and politicians. Uh, Ryan Thorson says, an LGBTQ researcher at the Human Rights Watch called the assertion of the formers unfounded and said the bills they're lobbying against are long overdue. No one should be refused to service, denied, cared, or otherwise discriminated against because of their gender or sexuality. This legislation affirms people's genders and sexual identities and provides clear protections for those who have been routinely discriminated against in health care and adoption services. Maybe this group of people doesn't feel it's been discriminated against when they identify as LGBTQ+, but when a particular group feels like it's been discriminated against, isn't an indication of whether discrimination exists for other people, Thorne added. There's a clear consensus from the groups that work with the LGBTQ people that this legislation will benefit them and help them live better lives. Hmm. What do you think, Cameron? I think they should pass the bill. I think the, uh, the converted gays should probably just go ahead and uh, buy a first-class ticket to shut the fuck up, Phil. What do you think? That's just me. Just spitballing. Just throwing it out there. Dude, what do you I, think, Cameron? I don't even know. The ex-gays. The ex-gays have said, No! No more. We can take no more. I think they're jealous. I can't take it serious. I think they're jealous. I think they're jealous that the, the open gays are just cool. I can't take it serious. Oh, I can't take it serious, bro. I can't take it serious. He said, we're just trying to tell our stories. 
We're just trying to tell our stories, warning said. These bills are based on the premise that LGBTQ people have only one option, that there are no ways forward. And when we know from our own lives that this is not true. I try not to get involved. They also said that can, uh, version therapy doesn't exist. While they stress that their organizations willingly seek to change their sexual orientation and gender identity, neither Doman nor Duncan clearly explain how conversion therapy, which they do not support, differs from their attempt to overcome one's sexual orientation. That is how it is described. You must overcome your sexual orientation. Dude, that's how it's uh, told to people. I've heard this. What, how uh, conversion therapy works. Uh, you are told to resist your um, same-sex attractions. Like, if you like boys, you're like, no. That's the devil inside you. <laughs> the devil. Oh, Jesus. And you need to resist him and try to like those girls over there. Oh, wow. All the while. Dude, that's why so many of them end up, like, sucking dick at, at fucking camp or something. That's how it always happens. You get a bunch of them together, and they start fucking each other. That's in, You're fucked from there. I don't know how conversion therapy works. Because what do you do? Take them, take them all to the camp? Take, round up all the closeted gay kids and take them to the camp? To me, that just sounds like you're asking to get... You are asking... For major problems, <laughs> for giant problems, like you're gonna, your preacher's gonna walk in on some shit. You're just gonna be like, "What in the fuck is going on in here?" Thanks. <laughs> That's rough, bro. It's fucked up. Yeah, <sighs> nah. Conversion therapy just doesn't work. You can't tell people who to fuck. Can't tell people who, who you know who to fall they in love just, with. They just make me uncomfortable, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> they just do. Why, Cameron? They just do, bro. What's wrong? Why do they make you uncomfortable? Uh, I mean, alright. I guess since I've been more open about it, and my sister told me to be more open about it, when I was a kid, I was molested. Oh! As from two older boys they're like 15 16 and i was like somewhere between like seven or ten yeah so with my overthinking i i like i know what goes on behind closed doors and it makes me uncomfortable dude it does really it does that's crazy bro and like I have a more understanding for women now who has who have been raped of like why they don't come out and say that they have. Dude, it's a burden that you carry on yourself. Dude, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. I'm glad. I'm glad you feel that way and I'm sorry that you got you got fucking touched by two older boys. That's yeah. fucking nuts. I wasn't penetrated. Like I can make a joke out of it. I <laughs> We're good. But But still, like, bro, that still sucks. Yeah. That's crazy shit. It sucks, bro. Go on your sister. Shout out to Kaylin for telling you to talk about it. Yeah. But, I mean, so, I kind of stay away from that, bro. Like, people, oh, you're homophobic. If you want to call me a bigot, misogynistic fucking ass. I don't think anyone's going to call you a bigot, bro. You just have a traumatic experience. You don't don't hate gay people. I think there's a difference. You're not like, fuck those people. I hope they all die. Yeah, I don't, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? 
You're just not like I just, I'm just uncomfortable with it. <laughs> like I don't fu- like I I don't say fuck you guys to, and other shit. Like you do you live life. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of keep me out of it. <laughs> you just don't want to see it because you have a traumatic experience. Yeah. Yeah, man. I understand. It was forced upon you. Completely understandable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just, I just also hate when people are like. Are you just uncomfortable with your sexuality? It's like, or maybe I was touched. Yeah, that, that would explain it, bro. It would. It would make you uh, incredibly uncomfortable. To uh, I understand. I don't think you're a big A Cameron. <laughs> I was joking, bro. I think you're good. I was, I was joking, bro. Get <laughs> the because justice with the. The really left, left ass people in LGBT community say all the time. It's funny. Like, I love getting on Facebook and just watching left people get into arguments with right people. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, you oh, guys. dude. I engage in it sometimes. They're people that piss me off. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I have to get super salty with people. But every only, only every once in a while, I'm trying to cut down. But I agree with you. It's fun to watch. It's fun to get on the internet and watch people bicker at each other. You know that? You it really is fun. You got more times on your hand. Or more things to do. To oh, waste time dude. On. I'm starting here. It's getting a lot easier. It's getting a lot easier. Dude, we're getting old, bro. I'm just, too, I'm just on the internet too much, Cameron. We're getting old. I do this. I do, I'm getting ready to do other shit. I'm just on the internet way too much. The internet absorbs me. I'm just like, fuck. Fuck. And that's what the internet does. Just takes you in. Just molds you for a little while. Sucks, bro. You gotta get away from it. (laughs) I can't. It's all part of my career choices. But I just gotta fucking be a little bit easier on it. Yeah. Fall back a little bit. Yeah. Use it professionally. Operate on the internet professionally more than fucking personally. It's a rough thing to do, bro. It's hard. Yeah. The internet is a wild place and I enjoy it. Dark, Speaking. Dark humor is hilarious. Yeah, dark humor is lovely. And and the internet is, I think, the king of dark humor. <laughs> For sure. The king. It's... There's so much shit on the internet that's just ridiculously fucked up. If you're not going to say it, someone will. <laughs> and you know that's facts. Oh, that is beyond facts. The internet is full of people who are just wiling out constantly, who don't give a fuck about it's repercussions one of those, in it's any one way, of those shape, things or form, that's man. obvious, and you don't speak on it, but somebody else does. Like, you, yeah. see, it, like, you see it later, and you're, and you're just like... Yeah, Dude, I've seen right. people talk about like butt plugs and all kinds of shit on the fucking internet. It's wonderful. The internet <laughs> is a wonderful place. Like I, I, I'm on a page. Where people talk about fucking. I watch somebody talk about pissing on somebody's chest. What the hell? It's a lovely place. The internet is both, like I said, both the best and worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. Yeah, it's factual. Dude, all you gotta do is look at the president. <laughs> yeah. Look at the president and Twitter. I mean, I can prove that the internet is awesome right now. Did 
gives me 25 just fucking seconds. These future generations are going to look at us and be like, what the fuck? <sighs> oh, Cameron. What's up? I'm just looking up some of uh, the tweets from Trump. It's lovely. <laughs> um, deleted tweet from Donald J. Trump. I'm just looking at all this shit. So why is someone a great president? They needed to spy on someone else's campaign in order to win. That didn't work out so well. And if they were able to fill 142 important federal judgeships. But you just talk shit. That's what the president the guy who runs free world uses the internet for to talk shit that that is the internet dude, how can you not love if it? he gets impeached i'm alive he's not a dude he can't get removed from office though why because the republicans control the senate so they turn it down yes and i mean he can he'll still get impeached but he won't be removed from office mike pence will just take over and he'll be there. Be there. But he's being investigated as well. Pence? Yeah. For what? Same, uh, for talking to the Ukraine. Really? As well. Yeah. That's wild. They're just wilding out on the impeachment shit, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because these Republic, these like really right people that are like laughing at Democrats trying to impeach Trump. I'm just like, bro, if it really happens... I'm gonna start. I'm gonna laugh. It's gonna be a funny guys. Oh, it'll, it'll be fucking hilarious, fascinating. It's like, damn. I bet you feel real dumb. I mean, if he doesn't get impeached, bro, everybody full. Every either way, this is all or nothing for both sides. All or nothing. Either you get it all or you get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. This is both Democrats and Republicans, or at least the old, the old fucking crusty white Democrat and Republicans are both saying, we're pushing our chips in the middle of the table, son. We're going all in. The Democrat, the old crusty white Democrats are saying we're impeaching Trump. And the old crusty crusty white Republicans are like, no, you're not. Not on our watch. It's it is a standoff for the ages. I love it, dude. Years from now, this standoff, the standoff of Trump versus Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats on this impeachment thing. What do you think they'll caption it? Caption it? Yeah, I don't like know, in, bro. In history books, depends. Depends what happens if he doesn't get impeached and he runs again. And loses to say like Bernie Sanders, it'll be. Who you voting for? Who am I voting for? Yeah. You see that Beto dropped out? Probably yeah. Uh, probably Bernie. I make like Bernard. Marijuana legal. He has a plan to make marijuana legal in his first 100 days. That'd be lit. Federally, Bernie Sanders 2020. But that's what I'm voting for. It's Start probably, locking uh, down the Bernie. hard drugs. Yeah. Um, um, but, or, worst case scenario for the Democrats, uh, Trump doesn't get impeached. 
He gets to run against Joe Biden, and he wins again. And then there is he gets impeached. And I don't know, I don't know what happens after that. That would be the wild card scenario. We'll see in the next ten years. So I don't know. I don't know what the narrative will be in the next ten years. But dude, this is going to be an interesting time in history for Ooh. our country. A fascinating time, for real. Definitely. Definitely. Like, dude, he Trump might get impeached for this Ukraine shit. For real. Oh yeah. Like that is an official inquiry now. Just look it up. Just look it up. What? Did you look it up? Yeah. Gotcha. It's official inquiry now. Like they voted on it. They're like, yeah, you can look into him about it. Oh, so they passed it through. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. Oh, like damn. he's he's not getting impeached, but they're gonna look into it. Oh damn. Oh damn. Oh damn. What do you think, bro? Gut feeling. Does Donald Trump get impeached? Gut feeling. Possibly. Possibly. I can't. I don't know, for some reason, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm. I'm. I'm iffy about it. My gut. I'm on the fence about it. My gut feeling says no. Says no. He makes it to the end of his term. But that's just my gut feeling. Um, times are crazy. Times are crazy. This is the craziest of times, bro. The craziest of times. Um, so Cameron, are you ready? For what? So Jeffrey Epstein. Uh oh. For those who don't know, uh, we're gonna go full deep dive into this. This is what we've been waiting for. The topic we have been getting ready to push at the 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 end of the show. The end of the main topics of the show before we get into the fun shit. Um, this is going to be fun. This is going to be conspiracy theory laden. Because, bro, holy shit. It's just some crazy stuff, for real. Uh, I'm bringing up all the links right now. I had to do some decent amounts of research into this shit. Gotcha. Like, yeah. wild, bro. Wild shit. It is the wildest thing I think we've looked into so far on the show. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Jeffrey Epstein explained. Jeffrey Epstein was found dead on August 10th in a Manhattan jail cell where he was waiting trial for sex trafficking charges. New York City's medical examiner has ruled his death a suicide. The only reason this is skeptical was because the money manager was accused of sexually abusing dozens of underage girls, bringing them to his home for massages during which he masturbated and had intercourse with them. He was indicted in 2007, but as Julie K. Brown reported in the Miami Herald, he ultimately got 13 months in a county jail thanks to a deal signed by U.S. President Alex Acosta, who would later become the Secretary of Labor under President Trump. So, bro, that's what's happening recently. So, <sighs> Jeffrey Epstein, for those who don't know, is a, he's like a money manager. Like, he's one of those guys that in, in the real high-up world, when you're making millions and billions of dollars, you hire these guys to manage, like, your accounts. 
and try to get you tax breaks and try to get you shit like that. That's what he does. But supposedly he was doing some super fucked up shit as well. Epstein said that his his any encounters he had with his accusers was consensual, consensual, consensual. I'm way way too elevated for all this shit. That he believed that they were 18 at the time as well. He pleaded not guilty of the trafficking charges, but in July, a woman named Jennifer Aras said in an interview with Today that Epstein had forcibly raped her in 2002 when she was about 15 years old. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, that's rough. Meanwhile, disturbing allegations have continued to come out since Epstein's death. For example, two women have stated in court that Epstein had flown them from New York and to Florida persuaded pressured them to have sex with him while he was on work released from jail according to the New York Times Epstein's story is a master class in power dynamics it's fucked up <laughs> oh it gets even worse bro because uh he uh came out like out of nowhere in 1982 like he came out of nowhere He no one knew who he really was he opened his own firm called I think Epstein and Co. We have J. Epstein and Co. in 1982, advertising his services for those who with assets of more than one million one billion dollars. Out of the gate, bro. Think about that. Think about the balls you would have to have to out of the gate be like, I'm only managing billionaires. Billionaires in '82. There weren't many. You gotta be pretty confident. Pretty cocky. You gotta have. You gotta have a fucking pretty arrogant vibe to you. Soon he was managing billions of dollars in client assets. And in 1992, bro, he owned the fucking largest private residence in Manhattan, New York. <laughs> Soak that in. 11 years later. Or no, not even 11. 10. 10 years later, he owns the largest private private residence in Manhattan. Whew. And for tax purposes, he ran his business from an island in of St. Thomas and the U.S. Virgin Islands at least since 1996 and near that island he owned the little the island of Little St. James two two islands this man had enough money to buy and run his business from two islands Cameron That's, that's, that's a lot of money bro that's too much money The island was also home to Epstein's foundation, the Jeffrey Epstein Foundation, best known for donating $6.5 million to Harvard University for an establishment of a mathematical biology and evolutionary dynamics program. In 2003, a Harvard Crimson Tide article, Crimson, not Harvard Crimson Tide, it's just Crimson, on Epstein and his gift to the university. He is described by the Harvard alumnaries, including Alan Dershowitz, who would later help represent him when Epstein was accused of his sex crimes as brilliant and one of the most pleasant philanthropists. In a 2002 New York Magazine profile, Epstein was described as one of, by even the closest to him, as a mysterious, with many sources of, many of the source of his immense wealth remaining largely unknown, and with it, 
one acquaintance even comparing him to the Wizard of Oz implying that there might be less behind the curtain than the appearances other what would otherwise suggest. Whew. Wow. Dude, he's like He's like pretty much the Jordan Belfort of Dude, he you know what he is? He's like pervy. He's like a pervy fucking uh great Gatsby almost. <laughs> he really is. He's like a pedo great Gatsby. It's fucking insane. Whoa. <laughs> I mean he is, bro. That's he true. just throws these That's lavish true. parties and people are defending him. All the meanwhile he's like, Oh, fifteen years old, get this dick, son. Oh, stop. stop. That's that's what that, that's what's happening. Everyone gets shitty with me and they're like, Stop, Kyle. You can't be so ruthless. No. This is the truth. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. For real, bro. That's insane. Epstein is said to run a $15 billion to run $15 billion for wealthy clients, yet aside from the limited founder Leslie Wexner, his client lists closely held secret. A former Dalton math teacher, he maintains a salon of brilliant scientists yet possesses no bachelor degrees. No more than 10 years, he's been linked to Manhattan London society figure Ghislaine Maxwell, daughter of the mysterious deceased media titan Robert Maxwell. Damn. Yeah, he lives the life of a bachelor, logging 600 hours a year in his various planes as he scours the world for investment opportunities. He owns what is said to be Manhattan's largest private house, yet runs his business from an 100-acre private island in St. Thomas. Says another prominent Wall Streeter, he is the, this mysterious Gatsby-esque figure. Called that shit, bruh. I'm on top of this. Your boy is on it, Cameron. Hey, without that money comes the price. He likes people to think that he is very rich and he cultivates this air of aloofness. The whole thing is weird. Michael Stroll, who sued Epstein over a failed business deal in the 2000s, told New York Magazine in 2007, everybody who's his friend thinks he's so darn brilliant because he's so darn wealthy. I never saw any brilliance. I never saw him work. Anybody I know that that, that is that wealthy worked 26 hours a day. And this guy played 26 hours a day. Epstein was also an accumulator of famous friends and his connections would later prove to extremely important as he attempted to defend himself against allegations of sexual abuse. He gained some measure of fame in the early 2000s for flying President Bill Clinton, actor Kevin Spacey, and comedian Chris Tucker to Africa to tour AIDS Prevention and Treatment Project. Oh, by the way, Kevin Spacey. Think about that. Kevin Spacey knew Jeffrey Epstein. Birds of a feather flocked to motherfucking gather, baby. He was like, oh, you like little boys? I like little girls. Maybe we should get together and do something, Kevin Spacey. And Kevin Spacey was like, you're right, Jeffrey Epstein. Maybe we should get together and do something. (laughs) And then Jeffrey Epstein was like, well, I have an island. And Kevin Spacey was like, no. That's how all this shit starts, bro. Tragedy. You know who flew? You know who flew to the island? Who? President Bill Clinton. Oh, dude, he's getting his dick sucked. Oh, it's me. It's it's Bill. It's Sil Fox. I had no involvement with that Jeffrey Epstein fella. I don't know what you're talking about. Lioness. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Hobson. I'm but the humble president of the I'm a humble poor, former president of the United States. I love my wife Hillary. She is the most beautiful woman I have ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Bro, I'll never forget him when uh Trump was getting inaugurated. He's just eyeing down Ivanka Trump and he's just, you can tell he's just talking to himself. He's just like, Oh my god. Look at that sweet piece of ass. Oh, if she only knew what the silver fox could do. <laughs> That's what Bill Clinton sounded like. <laughs> he was. He was like, oh, dude, he's fucking. He's gross. <laughs> he's a gross fella. He really, really is. Bill Clinton is one of the strangest characters. Epstein was also an accumulator of famous friends, and his connections would later prove extremely important as he attempted to defend himself. He gained some measure of fame in the early 2000s. Oh, I already read that shit. We talking about that shit. Here we go. 2002, Epstein described his famous friends as a collection of sorts. I invest in people, he said. Be it politi- politics or science, it's what I do. Dude, listen to that. I invest in people, be it politics or science. This is a man setting up a network of people. So if he goes down, he's like, if I go down, all of you are coming with me. That's what that is, bro. He is setting up a network to defend himself. And when he got caught, he was a rat. That's the conspiracy theory. Do you think that's true? When he got caught, then they knew. They were like... Jeff's gonna rat. Jeff's gonna fucking rat. Dude, I bet I bet Bill Clinton called Donald Trump and was like, Donald. Donald. What, Bill? What's going on? Why are you calling me at 3 in the morning? They just arrested Jeffrey. What? What are you talking about? Fucking look at everybody. They find out. Fuck. Fuck. He's definitely gonna rat. Yeah. Bill's just like, Donald, we have to get rid of him. And that's how it begins, bro. That's how the plot begins. That's how the plot begins. I'm telling you, bro. I said this last time you were on. If Donald Trump's life isn't a movie, I will be heavily disappointed. Because it, the same people that made The Wolf of Wall Street should make the Donald Trump movie. <laughs> they should. Who, it who it, it is evilly, evenly their story. I don't know. Someone excellent. You have to have someone legitimately who could commit to the role. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. do it. Fuck it. I'll play the Donald. I have to learn the voice, bro. You have to do, you have to do so much makeup. <laughs> So this look chair. even remotely like the way he looked. Dude, he's so distinct. He has such a distinct look to him. He really does. You'd have to get the hair and everything. It'd be beautiful. It's it's, it's going to be beautiful. I, he has to have a movie made about his life. Dude, this is insane. He was also a good friend of Donald Trump, who described Epstein to New York Magazine in 2002 as someone who enjoys a good social life. 
Oh my lord. And then in 2007, New York Magazine article, Vanity Fair columnist Michelle Michael Wolf described flying on Epstein's private plane in the 1990s, saying Epstein was followed on the plane by, I, how shall I say this, three teenage girls who were not his daughters, who were 18, 19, 20, who knows, model-like. He has never been secret about about the girls, Wolf said. At one point when his troubles began, he began, he was talking to me and said, What can I say? I like young girls. And I said, Maybe you should say I like young women. <laughs> Think about that verbiage, bro. I like yeah. young girls. That's, uh... E! Sus. That's grody. That's gross is what that is. That's not even suspect. That's fucking nasty. You are a nasty bitch, Epstein. Well, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, dead. <laughs> he's dead as fuck. Yeah. Finally, in 2005, a woman reported to Florida the police that a wealthy man had molested her stepdaughter, according to the Daily Beast. The tip led uh, Palm Beach detectives to investigate, and they identified multiple girls who said Epstein had abused them. That's fucked up. And so it begins. The case was eventually referred to the FBI in 2008, and after years of investigation and legal wrangling, Epstein was pleaded guilty to charges of solicitation of prostitution and procurement of minors for prostitution in a deal with federal prosecutors. According to court and police records reviewed by the Miami Herald's Julie Brown, Epstein routinely had underage girls brought to his Panama... Palm Beach Mansion, where he paid them to give him massages. During these massages, he often su- subjected the girls to sexual abuse, asking them to touch him while he masturbated, touching them himself, and sometimes having intercourse with them, Brown reports. Then, according to the Herald, he would offer them money to find him more girls, which some of them did, finding recruits at malls and house parties. Ugh! That's rough. According to Joseph uh, Riccari, the lead Palm Beach detective on the case, Epstein was essentially running a sexual pyramid scheme. That's fucking gross, bro. Yeah, that is. He told me he wanted them as young as I could find them. Courtney Wilde, who says she recorded, recruited 70 to 80 girls for Epstein. Bruh! 70 to 80? I'm glad we got the lights off for this spoopy shit. This is legit spoopy shit. Legit spoopy shit. For real, bro. 70 to 80 girls? 70 to 80 girls, Cameron. How do you go... How you... Bro. Dude, you're baffled. Just like me. Yeah. How do you even... How do you... Huh. 70 to 80 young young girls. She said as young as he could... as, As I could find. That's what she... She said, so, he like, said to her. Pretty much, she was his lackey. Yeah, she was his, like, sidekick in this But think endeavor. about it, bro. Like, dude, he, doesn't he probably you, She doesn't give you any reason not to trust her. No. He, dude, she man, he probably manipulates the shit out of these girls. He's extremely powerful and rich. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Say no. Say no to this guy that has more money than fucking anyone. Most people who live on this planet, dude, he's going to fuck you. He's going to have you dealt with. Just like he got dealt with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here we go. 
In response to the lawsuits by some of the girls, Epstein said they were con- they consented to the acts alleged and that he believed they were 18 in the Daily Beast reports. In many cases, the effects on the girls were devastating. You can't ever stop your own thoughts. Jen Lisa Jones, who said Epstein molested her when she was 14, a word can trigger something for me. It is the word pure because he, he called me pure in that room and then I remember what he did to me in that room. Mm. Dude, that's dark. Yeah. That's dark. That's gross shit. <laughs> it is. That's gross. You're fucking gross, man. This guy deserves to burn in hell. But still, still, there are problems. You see, we're not going to read any more of that because it's incredibly unpleasant. It's incredibly unpleasant. All of it is. Meanwhile, oh, here we go. Epstein's connections are crucial to understanding his story. They may have helped him get a lighter sentence in 2008, but they're important for another reason, too. His friendship with famous people have led to speculations that they, too, most notably Clinton and Trump, might have participated in his abuse of the girls. But because Epstein was able to keep all the details of his prosecution quiet, it's impossible for the public to know exactly who was involved in his crime by protecting himself himself. Epstein may have been able to protect his famous friends as well. I've known Jeff Jeff for 15 years, Trump said. Terrific guy. He's a lot He's a lot of fun to be with. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. That's a rough quote from Trump about a guy who is potentially molesting 14-year-olds. <laughs> mm. Okay, here we go. He has never been secretive about the girls. The women who went after who went to Jeffrey uh, Epstein's mansion are as girls tended to divide their lives into two parts. Brown writes, but life before Jeffrey, life after Jeffrey. Wilde was fourteen year old middle school student and a cheerleading captain when she met Epstein. Later she became addicted to drugs and served three years in prison. Oof. Just wow, bro. Yeah, bro. I mean, there's nothing really else you can say about these story. This story is, other than this dude is a fucking monster. Yeah. I want to read you the sentence he got. The FBI prepared a 53-page sex crime indictment for Ep- Epstein in 2007 that could have sent him to prison for life, according to the Herald. Instead, he cut a deal with. Alexander Acosto, the then U.S. attorney in Miami, which allowed him to serve just 13 months in prison. No, not even in prison. In a private wing of the Palm Beach County Jail. Cameron. Yeah. They want to give Bryant Haynes four years, four years in a federal penitentiary. For marijuana. And Jeffrey Epstein got 13 months in a private wing of a Palm Beach County jail for a 53-page sex crime indictment. What in the purple fuck are we doing in this country? justice system is broke oh dude beyond broke beyond broke think about this bro 13 months 13 months the least amount of time that we that 
right now that Bryant suspects he'll do is 18. He'll still do more time than Jeffrey Epstein. He was granted a work release as well to go to a comfortable office for 12 hours a day, six days a week, despite the fact that the Palm Beach Sheriff's Department prohibited a work release for sex offenders. Just blatantly breaking the rules. Like, dude, he's not even hiding it. He's just, he really is like, it's like a mob boss. He just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It's just like, fuck these dudes, bro. I don't give a fuck. Who gives a fuck? Fuck these bros. I don't give a fuck about all that nonsense. I like him young, he says. Son of a bitch. I like young girls. Young girls. Man, you can't like young girls. After lawsuits filed after his death, Epstein Court, or after his, according to lawsuits filed after his death, Epstein coerced two women to have sex with him while he was on work release. Allie Watkins reports at the New York Times he had previously recruited them in New York and had flown them to Florida to have sex with him during his jail sentence. Epstein's deal, deal was called a non-prosecution agreement, granted immunity to any potential co-conspirators. Take that in, bro. Non-prosecution agreement that would grant immunity to any potential co-conspirators. Meaning that if any of Epstein's powerful friends were involved in his crimes, they would face no consequences. And Acosta agreed that the deal would be kept secret from the victims, preventing them from showing up in court and trying to challenge it. Wow. Wow. Just let... I just want to let that sink in for everybody. What just... What was just said. This man had a non-prosecution agreement on a fucking sex crimes, like genuine sex crimes, where he fucked around with tiny children, and everyone that may have been involved in it was protected with immunity. Cameron Hobson, our friend, is in more trouble than I think I've ever seen any of these people get in. Yeah. For marijuana. For the pot. Which is ridiculous. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, can we please fucking... Can we please punish pedophiles more than we punish potheads? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a fair fair thing to ask for. I feel like it's not too terrible for us marijuana smokers to be like, Hey, uh, maybe you could treat pedophiles worse than you treat us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, Epstein... A lawsuit set for trial in Florida in December 2018 was expected to bring more details to the case. Some of Epstein's victims were slated to testify for the first time. But on December 4th, Epstein reached a last-minute settlement in the suit just before the jury selection was set to begin. Wild, bro. This is a wild story. We find out more about his death because as we read at the beginning... He was found dead on August 10th in a Manhattan jail cell. He was arrested in July in New Jersey, in a New Jersey airport. He was found dead via, I believe, like strangulation. Jesus. So loud. Uh, But I believe like strangulation of some kind, whether it was uh, by his own hand or by someone else. 
And what happened was, and dude, I had to look this shit up. So, this is going to be fucking wild, you. Uh, okay. So, Jeffrey Epstein, after his 2008 indictment, was brought back in with uh, 52 new charges of... Uh, let me read. About... Yeah, uh, uh, 53 new charges of prosecution or uh, prostitution, like prostituting young girls. So he's brought in. He's taken to jail. Uh, and when he died on August 10th, as you know, as being a uh, a a member of social media, uh, as soon as he died, like the second it was announced that Jeffrey Epstein was dead, social media exploded about it. Just exploded, and rightfully so, because a a someone who could have revealed how much of our powerful government and famous people were pedophiles or potential predators just showed up dead. But the story is even crazier than that, Cameron Hobson. Not only did Jeffrey Epstein mysteriously turn up dead after all these terrible things we just read about that he did. But Epstein, when he first got to prison, was charged as cellmate. His cellmate was transferred out the night he died. Not only that, Cameron Hobson, the guards who were assigned to watch the most important witness in the history of the United States fell asleep for three hours. Not only that, Cameron Hobson, but the cameras that were in front of the most important witness in U.S. history malfunctioned. Yeah. And then, during the three hours of a malfunctioned camera, a transferred out cellmate and sleeping guards, Jeffrey Epstein hung himself. Really? Yeah. Really? And that, Cameron, is a Jeffrey Epstein story. Up to date. Yeah. So, before I give you the new updates, just spitball for me because I know you're over there processing all this. Give, give me a little bit of your your opinion on the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. How does a video camera malfunction for three hours? We're not stupid. It's just... Dude, ask yourself this for me. How do you explain... Like, how can you just logically explain to yourself all these things happened at once? Okay. What do you think happened, Cameron? He was killed. Just just based off the information. He's definitely killed. You think powerful people in our government are pedophiles and they had this man murdered? Yeah. Who you think who you think's a pedophile, if you had to guess? Dude. <laughs> who knows? Probably people that we knew, we wouldn't even suspect. Yeah. Probably famous people, bro. Really famous people. Probably shouldn't say anything. We're gonna get in trouble if we accuse anybody of being a pedo on the show. They're gonna come get us. They will come get us. I, I it's wild, bro. I agree with you. It, it just there's too much coincidence. There's too much that has to be coincidence for this to be suicide. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's too much that has to fail. There's too many safeguards that have to fail 
for this to be suicide in some way, shape, or form. It's bullshit. I think it was murder. I think he was killed by the establishment because they knew some of their deep, 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 dark secrets were getting ready to come out. And they were like, we cannot allow this to happen. We cannot allow Jeffrey Epstein the opportunity to speak. So they killed him. And now, Cameron, we have more evidence. A forensic pathologist named Michael Baden, who assisted on the OJ case, <clears throat> has said that he believes evidence points to homicide rather than suicide and Epstein's, Epstein's death because uh, of fractured of Epstein's hyroid bone and, thi- or, and thyroid cartilage. Injuries, he say, are more indicative of homicidal strangulation than suicide. Oh, shit. Epstein's brother Mark feels he's getting the runaround from authorities and is still awaiting the result of the other evidence testing Baden said. Baden has appeared on the show at the request of the family, he said. But on Wednesday, New York City Medical Chief Examiner Barbara Sampson, whose office performed the autopsy, reiterated her findings. Our evidence concluded that the cause of death in Mr. Epstein's case was hanging by manner of death of suicide. So it's he shits, she said, Cameron Hobson. Well. The lady that did the autopsy said, he killed himself, plain and simple. That's all that there is to see here. Don't worry about it. He killed himself. Uh, Meanwhile, this pathologist is like, I think he was murdered. Yeah, for sure. I think the, this, this, and this. We stand by the, that determination. We continue to share information around the medical investigation with Mr. Epstein's family, their representatives, and their pathology consultant. The original medical investigation was thorough and complete. There is no reason for a second medical investigation by our office. Federal prosecutors had charged 66-year-old Epstein with sex trafficking of minors and paying victims to recruit other underage girls, and they are pursuing a a civil case. Oh my! Here we go. Conspiracy theories have swirled since Epstein's death. Guards at the jail had not checked on Epstein several hours before he was found unresponsive. The disgraced financer had been moved off suicide watch and did not have a cellmate. Cameron. Yeah. There are pedophiles in the government. It's a confirmed. Yeah, for sure. Confirmed, brother. Confirmed. Confirmed. They had him killed. You can. Yep, they had definitely had him killed. Like, think about that, bro. We're not stupid. Dude, the American people can see right through that shit, and they like have. For three fucking hours? Three under, hours. Under fucking, like, high top-notch security, and they fell asleep for three hours. Fell they asleep. Could, they could stay awake for weeks. They're Dude, trained professionals. How do you not have trained... Like, that, that's what I'm saying. How do you not have the most badass motherfuckers watching this dude? Come on now. Come on now. Because you don't need him. Because you're like... Because uh, Bill Clinton shows up and is like, Hey, brother. I'm just going to need you to go ahead and uh, back on off here. Well, Jeffrey, it looks like this has come to the end. I'm, this is where we say goodbye, old friend. And then a fucking... A bald headed dude with a fucking swastika tattooed on the back because I just sneaks up behind Jeffrey. I've seen it as like <laughs> with the belt <laughs> and just fucking strangles him to death yeah. in front of Bill Clinton. And then Bill Clinton, because he's Bill Clinton, puts a rose on Jeffrey Epstein's body. 
<laughs> then they killed the people who killed them. Yeah. And then Bill Clinton pulls out a... That's how the movie would end. Bill Clinton pulls out a gun and just shoots the, the, the assassin in the back of the head in the car. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Take me away, Samson. To his driver. It, hey, hey. <laughs> and guess what the plot is. What's the plot? Trying to end the Second Amendment. <laughs> Interesting story. Guns terrorize people. Dude, they terrorize people. They terrorize people. Dude, Bill. Old Bill Clinton. Dude, do you think do you think Bill Clinton is is skeevy enough to have been on Epstein's fucking sex island? Probably. Probably. <laughs> These motherfuckers out here be dirty. They do be dirty, bro. They dirty as fuck. They do be dirty. Speaking, speaking of dirty, apparently, apparently, bro, speaking of dirty rich people, uh, Facebook and uh, Google or Twitter are going to get into it. Who knows? But it seems like Jack Dorsey, who, uh, Owns Twitter or is the manager of uh, Twitter in some way, shape, or form. Took a shot at old uh, Mark Zuckerberg, which is interesting. What do you think, Cameron? Do you think uh, Twitter could take down fucking Facebook? Potentially. <laughs> yep. Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, announced that his company would no longer accept political ads. Starting in late November, as a part of an announcement, he, barely, he offered a barely-veiled shot at Zuckerberg. For instance, it's not credible for us to say we're working hard to stop people from ga- gaming our system to spread misleading information, but if someone pays us to target and force people to see their political ad, well, they can say whatever they want, Dorsey tweeted. Boom, my job. <laughs> The announcement backs up comments from Dorsey at a Twitter event last week criticized that criticized a recent address by Zuckerberg at Georgetown University in which Zuckerberg laid out the free speech principles that supported his decision to allow campaign ads to include misleading or inaccurate information. Whoa, bro. That's deep. Mark Zuckerberg was just like, yeah, go ahead and lie to my customers. I don't give a fucking shit. I'm, they're already paying me, bitch. They got to pay me, son. Mark Zuckerberg is about that money. The clash between two of tech's best-known leaders underscores a growing split in how much in how tech communities are balancing their roots as open platforms with a growing acceptance that their algorithm-powered feeds and personal data-targeted ads have downsides that require companies to take serious steps to stop misuse. And while Dorsey and Zuckerberg is a David versus Goliath story, considering the retrospective size of their company, some in tech would believe that Facebook's stance is unsustainable. This is a clash of egos. Uh, Daifan Ghosh, a fellow at the Harvard University of Shortstein Center on Media, Politics, and Public Policy. It's Jack versus Mark, and Dorsey has already taken the high road by placing the Democratic interest over profit. Both Twitter and Facebook 
have faced criticism for years for not doing enough to regulate how their platforms are used and have changed their policies to crack down on hate speech, bullying, abuse, and government-led misinformation campaigns. But Facebook drew a line on how much it was willing to limit the political use of its platform, leading to some of the loudest criticism in the company's history. A high bar considering the company has pinballed from one scandal to another from the, for the, over the past 20 months. Yeah, bro, that's true. You know that? What's up? Facebook's had a rough year, bro. Yeah. It's been a rough year for Facebook. It's been a really, really rough year for Facebook. Cameron, do you think Twitter could take down Facebook? Yeah. Really? I feel like Twitter's fan base or, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't think they're different? You don't think Twitter is more a younger audience while Facebook is more like soccer moms? Yeah. It's the new movement. Yeah, I agree. See, the decision was not to remove false or mis- the decision not to remove false or misleading political campaign advertising has drawn rebukes from politicians, civil rights organizations, consumer advocates, and even Aaron Sorkin, the screenwriter of the um, the movie The Social Network, about Facebook's origins. Dorsey has some unlikely allies, a vocal contingent of Facebook employees. The dissent from inside the company, however, could pro- pro- prove to be the tipping point. Hundred of Facebook's employees signed a letter to Zuckerberg calling for the policy to be changed. <sighs> oh, Mark Zuckerberg, bro. The man is in trouble. The man is ruthless. Him and Jack Dorsey both. Social media giants, Cameron Hobson. Yeah, I think, I think Twitter can take down Facebook. Sure. Think so? Yeah. I think Twitter could take fa- turn Facebook into just a zone for family. I think if if Twitter stepped up its game a little bit more, they could take all the young people from Facebook. That's what I'm saying, bro. I agree with you on that, bro. I completely agree. I think that would be a thing. It's possible. All right, Cameron, are you ready? Yeah. For first team all dime piece. It is here. And it's ready to roll. What category have we not done? What have we not tried, Cameron Hobson, that we need to try? I'm not sure. Hmm. Let me think. Go deep, Cameron. Go deep. Let's go. I know what we'll do, Cameron. We'll do something me and Kyle have done because it'll be interesting with you. Let's go horror movie babes for the spooky theme. For the spooky times. Horror movie babes. And I feel like that will be a a, a proper way to end the spooky fucking show. Horror movie. The first one. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. That's who you're rolling with? Yeah. You're a fucker. I hate you. I really do. I was thinking of uh, Bro, my suggestion. I know what you did last summer but I was like what is her name Dude my suggestion is you look up on your phone Like just look up Horror movie babes Like lists of horror movie girls or something like that So you can have a list in front of you You know what I mean yeah. Oh it's my turn now And I am nervous Because Cameron had a good first pick Alright So In an 
honor of the spoopy season. You know, I am going to take a page out of my friend Kyle Flowers' book. Jessica Beale from uh, the first, the Texas on, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake was super duper fun. And she chopped off Leatherface's fucking arm. So get at me, son. Pick number two belongs to you, my homie, Cameron motherfucking Hobson. You look good with headbands on, bro, and long hair. Huh. You're, you're, you look good with headband, headbands and long hair. Thanks, bro. You do. You're sweet, sweet man. I appreciate that. No problem, bro. No problem. Cameron Hobson is uh, taking a long time for pick two. Actually, bro, I'm going for a personal favorite of mine. Nancy really? Downs. Nancy Downs? Check her out. I will indeed. Nancy Downs. Oh, oh my. That is. She's quite fancy. I like it, bro. I like it. I like it indeed. So is this, uh, is, dude, is this who I think it is? Is this the girl from, uh, the water boy? I think so as well. That's beautiful, Cameron. I love it. I fucking love it. You know who I'm going to go with second? My girl, Nev Campbell, from uh, the Scream series. The main character from Scream. Oh. Oh, Cameron. You are uh, missing out on some, uh, some beautiful lady. You don't know what you're talking about, bro. You have to check it out. It's 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 hard to describe how I feel about her. See, this is I think she looked her best in Scream Two, and I think that was there. You go, Cameron. Look at that. Check that shit out. Mmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Yeah." I'm gonna one up you. Oh, really? And go, and go with one from the screen. Uh, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. I like it. I like the response. Courtney Cox is, of course, super duper defined. Um, would have the screen franchise without her? Wouldn't. That's indeed. We wouldn't have the screen franchise without her. We wouldn't have the screen. She, to me, is probably the most famous female in that franchise because she, so, she plays such a good asshole. You know what I mean? She's such a bitch. Loved her in Friends. <laughs> She's great in Friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that three? Yeah, that, that is three. three. I think I'm going to go with Shannon Elizabeth for my third. Ooh, do you, surely you know who Shannon Elizabeth is. I think so. Maybe. Um, She was in... Do you remember uh, the girl... Kelso gets pregnant in that 70s show? No. Oh, Cameron. You're killing me. Yeah. Give me more on top of it. That girl. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, she's foxy. Yeah. Big time foxy. I, I, One of my favorite, personal favorite, like, attractive, like, girl next door hot girls ever. You know what I mean? That, yeah. like, girl next door look. Yeah. She pulls it off flawlessly. I'm going to show you a, a solid picture. We'll see how you feel. 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Appreciate yeah. Dude, she is. She's gorgeous. She seems to be quite accomplished in the whole acting game. Congratulations, Channel Elizabeth. You are a... Uh, you're A+. Plus. You're an A+. Plus. All these women are A-pluses, bro. Being judged by solid D-minuses. That's how it always goes. But we're, we're not really judging them. I mean, there's no judgment here. All these women are way more beautiful than we could ever hope to be around in our entire lives. <sighs> Cameron Hobson is desperately searching for a f number four pick. A semi-final. Yes, I did. She is a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. All these women are gorgeous, gorgeous women. Mm. Let's see. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. I can't wait to see that movie for real. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't blame you. It's a great movie. It's going to be a great movie. He was a great guy. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, Cameron. Won't you be my neighbor? You fucking twat. I can't believe you pit Jennifer Love Hewitt. Dude, I... She was on Criminal Minds. And ever since that. Because she's like... She's a thick girl on Criminal Minds. Like, she, she's older. Oh my god. I'm like in love with her since that. I just... I would love to meet her. She's a fantastic looking woman. And she was fine in the fucking ghost whisperer too. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Let's see. Uh oh. This is Cameron is going to get frosty on you. It is difficult bro. It is a difficult thing to do. <clears throat> We have run through these topics, bro. We have. Sprinted through them. We are at two hours, ten minutes. Damn. We're going to have a two-hour podcast. Another one. Another one. Fucking DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled style. This is episode eight, Cameron. We are two episodes away from double digits. Yeah, buddy. Yee, yee. We got three, three podcasts. Two. Oh, you have three, yeah. yeah. Whoop, whoop. Oh, Cameron Hobson struggling with his fourth pick. Dude, for real. Just roll with it, bro. Roll with your gut. All right, go ahead, bro. My fourth pick is... Uh, Pop off. Vera Farminga, the girl who plays Lorraine Warren in the Conjury movies. Who is it? Vera, V-E-R-A, F-A-R-M-I-G-A. Yeah, I got the name. What? Uh, who in the Conjuring? Uh, Lauren. Uh, Lorraine. Yeah. She is pretty, bro. She's very, very beautiful. Very beautiful girl, dude. She is like weird, pretty. Yeah. Like you're just like, ooh, baby, let me save you from all these ghosties. You wanna go? You wanna go Ghostbuster style for her? You wanna Bill Murray that shit? Bill Murray, that shit, bro. Bill Murray, that shit. For me, number four has got to be. 
It's got to, got to, got to be Miss Jennifer Tilly. An underrated gem, I believe, in this in this franchise, in this area, bro. Young Jennifer Tilly ain't nothing to sneeze at. Young Jennifer Tilly, like in uh, The Bride of Chucky, is so fine. So underrated fine. I suggest all who haven't seen it to look it up. So, uh, Cameron, are you ready? Drop that, drop that anchor on me. Drop the anchor pick. Drop it on me, bro. Drop the anchor. <laughs> Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle Wallace. I do think I know who that is. She's from the, the second Annabelle movie, right? Uh, the first one. The first one? Yeah. Really? She plays the mom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dude. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Stunningly so. For me, my anchor is a classic. Sherry Moon Zombie. Everyone knows who she is. She's Rob Zombie's gorgeous wife. She has terrified me and sexually aroused me at the same time, which is an odd feeling to feel when watching a horror movie. Miss <laughs> um, Zombie, you are... I would say the queen of that that ability to pull that emotion from people. And there you go, Cameron. The show is complete. Now, all we have to do is, uh, Cameron, give yourself a little promotion. Because Cameron, my friend here, is a not only a bodybuilder, but he is a aspiring social media influencer himself. Sort of. Sort of. I think you'll get more into him, bro. I think you'll... Uh, because you enjoy this. Once I get shit figured out. Yeah. You enjoy this. You'll be on this show more, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Tell them how to get it and uh, how to find you, Cameron. Uh, Find me on Instagram, LordCameron23. Uh, my Twitter handle is chopson 23 Add me. Follow me. Follow this journey with me. My Twitter, my personal Twitter is uh, KyleRitchie56, uh, Instagram Kyle underscore Rich 56 If you want to follow the show, uh, the show's Twitter is at the PC Gang on Twitter. I repeat, it's at the PC, PC Gang. And then on Instagram, we are Planet Comedy 1. And, uh, well, Cameron, I believe that does it. Thank you for coming on the show once again. No and we will see you it. soon. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's spoopy season. Spoopy season.